It's the SFL Nights with It's the SFL Nights with With AJ Stryker With AJ Stryker to that classic <laughs> what is up sfl nation and welcome back to sfl nights with aj striker thank you so much for joining me today or tonight or whenever you decided to hit that play button or turn on that radio dial really appreciate it y'all man we had some fantastic games that happened this past week from the all-star game to week nine action for the sflm wrapping up the entire season then we had the semi-finals a lot of stuff to cover plus i also have my rookie shout outs like i normally do it's going to be a little bit different this week um talking about again the um week nine review for uh what happened with the sflm then we're going to be going over to my SFLM semifinals fourth and goal interviews featuring one member from all four participating teams, including Laquan Smith from Memphis, Charlie Baker from Madison, Stuart Zomelia from the Navies, well, Annapolis Navigators, I love to call them Navies, and Scott Powell from the Lexington Miners. So this is going to be a great show. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. So here is how all the action went down this week. The wrestlers took on, the Salt Lake City wrestlers took on the Lexington Miners, where the Lexington Miners won 29 to 13. The wrestlers had 169 yards passing, 84 yards rushing for 253 yards total. Their time in possession was 21 minutes, 57 seconds with three turnovers. Lexington had 270 yards passing, 93 yards rushing for 363 yards total. Their time of possession was 21 minutes and 7 seconds with three mistakes. Player of the game was wide receiver David Gears. Six receptions, 146 yards, two touchdowns, and 26 yards per catch. The Boise Mud Dogs took on the San Jose flight where... The flight won 13 to 0. Boise had 166 yards passing, 82 yards rushing for 248 yards total. Time of possession was 21 minutes, 58 seconds with three mistakes. The flight had 120 yards passing, 89 yards rushing for 209 yards total. Their time of possession was 21 minutes, 41 seconds with no mistakes. Player of the game was outside linebacker. Aaron Gooden. 
He had 20 tackles, one forced fumble, and one pass deflection. Aaron, 20 tackles? You all over the field like Palomalo. You had to be to get 20 tackles. Congratulations, man. I see somebody's going first round. And the Ottawa Calvary took on the Tacoma Grizzlies, where the Grizzlies won 30 to 10. The Calvary had 316 yards passing, 26 yards rushing for 342 yards total. Their time in possession was 20 minutes, 43 seconds with two turnovers. The Grizzlies had 280 yards passing, 139 yards rushing for 419 yards total. Their time in possession was 23 minutes and two seconds with only one mistake. Player of the game was wide receiver Mike Savage. 10 receptions, 206 yards, two touchdowns, and average 20, 20 yards per catch. I'm sorry, 20.6. I'm giving you a 0.6 yards per catch. And then the Annapolis Navigators took on the Madison Lynx, where the Lynx won 21, I'm sorry, 24 to 16. The Navvies had 135 yards passing, 196 yards rushing, 331 yards total. Time of possession was 21 minutes and 43 seconds with four mistakes. The Lynx had 211 yards passing, 58 yards rushing for 269 yards total. Time of possession was 21 minutes, 31 seconds with two turnovers. Player of the game was cornerback Enzo Bolt with two interceptions, one touchdown, four tackles, and two pass deflections. Looked like somebody else is going first round, huh? Two interceptions, one is and one is a pick six too. Congratulations, man! Congratulations. So the semifinals round came down to the Lexington Miners taking on the Annapolis Navigators and the Memphis River Runners taking on the Madison Lynx. Now, um, the Lexington Miners was number three, and the Annapolis Navigators was number two team, two seeded team. And they battled each other where the Miners won in an exciting game. It was tied right up until the end where there was a pick thrown by the Navvies that I know put the dagger in the coffin. They lined up, the, the Lexington Miners lined up, kicked the field goal to take home the win. 29-26. Lexington had 241 yards passing, 118 yards rushing to 359 yards total. Time of possession was 20 minutes, 54 seconds with five turnovers. The Navvies had 225 yards passing, 103 yards rushing for 330, I'm sorry, 328 yards total. Their time of possession was 23 minutes, six seconds with three turnovers. Player of the game was wide receiver Zachary Patton with seven receptions, 116 yards, one touchdown, and averaged 16.6 yards per reception. Now, the number four team, Memphis River Runners, took on the number one team, the Lexington, uh, I'm sorry, the Madison Lynx. And Madison won 24 to 17. Also, another great game. Memphis was winning. Pretty much the entire game until the Madison Lynx, I guess, put it in hyperdrive and didn't look back. 
and thus the 24 17 yard um uh 17 point game uh, Memphis had 256 yards passing, 34 yards rushing for 290 yards total. Time of possession was 20 minutes, 28 seconds with five turnovers. Madison had 212 yards passing, 33 yards rushing for 247 yards total. The time of possession was 23 minutes and 32 seconds with one mistake. Player of the game was Xander Moon. 28 completions at 38 attempts, 212 yards, one touchdown, and a quarterback rating of 84.5. You know, I, Memphis had a lot of turnovers, the five turnovers to one. Um, rushing, pretty much the same. Um, time and possession was relatively close. It was just those five turnovers that kind of did them in. So this means that on Wednesday, December the 29th on the Simulation Football League's YouTube channel at 7 p.m. The fourth SFLM championship will be played where the Lexington Miners will be taking on the number one seed Madison Lynx. And Lexington, just to remind everybody, is... The number three. So the number three seed will be taking on the number one seed in this matchup. And two teams enter, one team leaves a champion. And do me a favor, in the chat, tell me who do you think is going to win between the Lexington Miners and the Madison Lynx. And if you don't, if you're not watching this as it's going, then let me know in the comments and I'll see exactly who is going to be right next show all right um now the east took on the west in our all-star game for the majors and the east won 24 to 6. the west had 189 yards passing with only 18 yards rushing with 207 yards total time of possession was 21 minutes two seconds four turnovers the East had 173 yards passing, 76 yards rushing. For 249 yards total, time of possession was 21 minutes and 58 seconds with three mistakes. And it looks like with this game, unfortunately, I was not able to watch this. I was still in training at my new job. But looking from the, as looking at these scores and, and how these yardages are adding up, it just looks like um, the East had better game planning, made one less mistake, but they were pretty much similar in time of, time of possession. But I think what did the men was the rushing game. Um, and obviously both defenses did their thing in order to even um, have hold these all-star quarterbacks to 189 yards total and, and 173 yards total. So, and then 18 yards rushing, defenses were doing their thing you know so either way great game player of the game all-star game was wide receiver for atlanta boo chisholm with two receptions 50 yards two touchdowns 25 yards per catch now i told you my rookie shout outs are going to be a little bit different um and this actually goes out to all the members of the season 18 rookie class I was watching most of your games. Guys put on a fantastic, guys and girls, put on a fantastic performance coming in the, coming through in the clutch 
in a lot of games, um, showing your how you progressed in the right ways um, on the field. Some of you were mentioned by me a lot of times during my rookie shout outs during the course of the SFLM season. Um, some of the some of you heard your name um, during the player of the games and a lot during the broadcast. So kudos to all you do. Kudos to all of the, the rookies that just jumped in, whether it was doing stats, whether it was beat writing, whether it was doing broadcasting, anything that you did to improve your draft stock, even if it was helping the team do graphics. Thanks. Thanks for all you do. Appreciate it. And I, the draft is on the 30th and it ends on January the 2nd. So good luck to all of you rookies out there. I hope all of you find a home. If you don't, do not be discouraged. Come back to the SFLM, improve your player, have fun, and just enjoy the ride, okay? Um, I cannot wait to see where you land. And next up, I have my semifinals rookie nights interviews. And it's interesting to see because these games have already taken place where their minds were before these games took place. So enjoy. What is up, SFL Nation? And I am back with my fourth and goal interview featuring Madison Link's wide receiver, Mr. Charlie Baker. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. That is fantastic to hear. I know you were excited, sir. I, I kind of am, but I'm nervous at the same time. So I might, uh, I'll be a bit relaxed. Yeah, no worries. And you will. It's just like having a nice conversation with a friend, dude. Not gonna bite you. You already know what I'm gonna ask. So all I've gotta do is just take a deep breath in and relax. All good. And you, your team, Madison Lynx, finished number one in the SFLM. That has gotta be a good feeling. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Y'all solidified it at that win last night. Well, your um your seating last night. So congratulations to that. Thank you. You're welcome. So, Charlie, tell us about yourself. Um, what is your name? If you want to give us your real name, that's fine. Um, your age, your hometown, interesting fact about yourself, and your favorite NFL team. Uh, well, my name, my real name is uh, Damien Diaz, and my hometown is. I'm from a town called Brown, Brownwood, Texas. Okay. Gotcha. And it's up north from where I'm currently living. As for my uh, favorite football team, mm -hmm. it's the Houston Texans. Okay. They're kind of not doing great at the moment, but I'm still going to be a fan of them. <laughs> you have to. You have to be yeah. a ride or die with your team. You're from Texas, so... Yes. You know, when this your home team, no matter how bad they are or, you know, much areas of opportunity they need for improvement, I should say. Yes. <laughs> you, yes. you got to be still uh, still support him. I'm a Falcons fan and I am a Bears fan by marriage. So I, I've been there. Trust me. <laughs> yes. So what's some interesting facts about yourself? Uh, I don't have much to say on that, but I do like I'm a gamer at heart, so I'm do play like a lot of video games on my free time and that's pretty much 
hey, that's that's pretty cool with me. So which which games do you like? I'm like a Red Dead Redemption, GTA kind of person. Uh, I like uh, role playing games, so like Mass Effect and Fallout and all those okay. genres, like Dragon on Dragon Age as well. Gotcha, Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing too. Yeah. Nice. We actually have a lot of people in SFL that like to play Dungeons and Dragons, Lord. <laughs> but I probably will get into that one day. Um, have you ever played sports before? When I was uh, younger in uh, junior high and high school. What did you play? Uh, basketball and football for like a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Were you getting good? Uh. I would say I was better in basketball than I was in football. Okay. Okay. Because I um, didn't get to play as much as I did basketball with than the other sport. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So, what position did you play when you were playing basketball and football? I was um, a linebacker for my time in football mm-hmm. and a power forward. Really? Okay. Okay. So, turn this down. Okay. So, tell me, how did you find the SFL? Um, I found the SFL through the night location. Awesome. Because <laughs> they um they had gotten that league um or I was introduced to that league. Okay. Awesome. You know, Justice has been bringing a whole lot of people over here, you know? Yes. He should get like a retainer fee or something. <laughs> Not retainer. <laughs> he gets like a, um, a um, what is it called? Referral fee for all of the people yeah. that he just brought over here. <laughs> That's dope. Justice yes. is a really good man. He's good. So, yes, he is. Do you remember the very first game that you watched um, for the SFL and how it affected you? Uh, the first game I watched was mm-hmm. one of one of the Madison Lynx games because it was uh, when I first got signed. Okay. How easy was that process when you got signed? Like from you deciding that you wanted to be on like in the SFL to you actually joining the Discord? Like how easy was that process for you? It, it was pretty easy because I just I uh, did all that stuff that was necessary to be to sign in with the the server and become part of the group Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So how did it feel when you finally realized when you woke up and you saw yourself in that Madison Lynx locker room? What are they like, by the way? What is Madison Lynx locker room like? They're they're a very hyped group of people. It's (laughs) fun being around them. Nice. And how did you feel when when you woke up and you saw that you were in that locker room? I felt pretty good. I, and I, it's a group, group of people and they nice. do have a sense of camaraderie with them. 
and I like that. That's very important. And any team sport, you you know, whether even not even necessarily just about sports per se, but anytime you're working with a group of people, team, work related, you have to get along with those people because you're going to be spending a lot of yes. time with those individuals. So yeah. you guys can get along yes. and things like that. It makes a difference, you know? Yes. Um, so why did you choose to be a wide receiver? Was that the only position that was available to you or did you really want to be a wide receiver? Because I know you were a linebacker when you were in school. Yeah, uh, wide receiver was mainly because it was the first thing that popped into my head. Okay. And I do like that position. That's main, and that's because I, uh, it looks, it looks like it's a more interesting position you can have when you're playing football. Uh, that's that. how I got. Uh, that's how I got Charlie's build mainly because of like Julian Edelman, Steve Largent. Awesome. Great, great examples to build your player around. Are you solely responsible for your own progressions or are your coaches helping you with that? My coaches are helping me with that. Okay. Uh, but I've tried, I've dabbled with getting, doing one of my own a progression at least once, but it's mainly just been the coaches. That's good. You know, it's good to kind of listen to the coaches and see, because they will ultimately guide you on how to make your player the best, perform the best of its of, of, of his or her ability. Um, yes. You can definitely go and do your own thing as long as you know what you're doing, you know, and yes. don't be afraid to ask for help either. But I do see now, unfortunately, the stats are not up from the last game uh, from yesterday's game on the 17th. But I do see the game that you guys played prior to that, and you had five receptions for 62 yards and one touchdown, 24 long. So you have been making some splashes, as a matter of fact. I have been calling your name quite a bit for my rookie shout-outs um, yeah. that I do. So, hey. That, I appreciate that because uh, there are some games where I see um, I do get limited exposure. True. But it's... It's mainly, it, it is a team sport, so I gotta let the other guy shine at times. Mm -hmm. And you will, and you will notice that, but when you, when that ball comes your way, you better make sure you don't drop it. No oil on your hands. Don't be sitting over there eating no barbecue and then it just slip through your fingers when you get ready to catch the ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell me, do you, do you want to participate in the league in any other aspect besides being a player? Do you want to like maybe do some broadcasting or some stats, maybe do some scouting for a team one day? That, uh, while that would be cool, uh, I think I just want to start off by being a player for a little while. Okay. Maybe when I get further on down and and I've gotten more used to being in the SFL, mm -hmm. I'll actually will try to do stuff like scouting and maybe potentially being a GM. Awesome. Nothing wrong with it. You should enjoy your time. So when you start adding the responsibilities of things, then that does take away 
a little bit from you sitting back and being able to relax and just watch your performance, watch your team's performance on the field because you're you're looking for other little things like that. But uh, enjoy your time, you know. And yes. <clears throat> so, how would you rate your your team's overall um, season as so far? I would I would have to say it's like. It's not, I wouldn't say like perfect, but we're doing well enough to get to where we are. The defense plays awesome every game. Indeed. Indeed. And, and uh, you never won. Number one. Yes. <laughs> and you, I'm sorry to cut you off. You're getting ready to say something else? Uh no no uh, I'm I'm good you can, you can you can go. All right, sounds good. So, what are the expectations from the team that will ultimately draft you, Charles? Uh, I really don't have any expectations from the team that drafts me. I just I'm gonna be a team player, so I don't really. want to like be a prima donna when it comes to that okay like, like me first string guy I, that's I, I know I there but there because there are gonna be stronger pre- people in my position true so whatever spot I land in it'll be I'll just do what I can. And that's all you can do, dear. That's all you can do. Keep up your progressions. If you are noticing certain behaviors in your player that you want to address, feel free to talk to your coaches and let them know, like, hey, I want to get faster because I keep getting burnt on this route. Or uh, I need to probably work on my secure ball because I am dropping it once I get hit. You know, little things like that. You know, just, you know, it helps if you if you kind of know what you're looking for. What kind of personality do you plan to bring to someone's locker room, though? That's important. Uh, I'm a mellow kind of person, and but at times I can be overly competitive. So I'm gonna try and bring. I'm not gonna be a. Uh, let's just say overzealous with how I carry myself. Okay. Like I'm always like, I don't want to be like the Terrell Owens, like throw (laughs) me the ball every, every game. Let me show y'all what I can do. (laughs) That's a good example. (laughs) I was thinking about Odell Beckham, but that's a good example too. (laughs) So Charlie, uh, one of my last questions to you what is one goal that you would like to see accomplished um, from SFL, SFL-wise and in your real life by this time next year, by the end of the year next year? Uh, well, I kind of, I, I have to hope that with the, uh, 
with what's currently going on that I can say that Charlie's on a winning uh, team. Yeah. Like with the com- the playoffs coming up, I'm hoping we can get to the the finals. Okay. Gotcha. And then what about and your real life? Exactly. Everybody want a ring. Hey, you might yes. mess around and get one before you even join the the majors. That'd be nice. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, what about your real life? What do you want to accomplish? What's one goal that you want to accomplish in your real life? Uh, that's a, that's a really hard question because right now with my my real life, it's I'm just living with my parents and relatives here and I can't really find a job okay. with a disability I have currently so it, it makes it extremely tough to uh, do that sort of thing okay understood dear but I'm sure that there's there's other avenues and other things that you know you can do you can probably look into getting um into school maybe trying to study um something like um even you could probably do things from home like remote sales or maybe inputting like data input all you'd have to do is just take information from one um file or something and input it into another there are other things that you can do um, despite yeah. having the disability, things like that. Um, it's just about knowing where to look and knowing who to talk to. And after and after we get off the line, I can maybe make some suggestions for you too, okay? Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I wish you the best in everything that you do, Charlie. I know you're doing well. And one question, another question too, is how did you... How are you handling this this COVID situation? You know, like being on lockdown for almost two years and then everything opening back up and then now they're talking about, you know, it might shut down again. What are your thoughts on that? Well, at first, whenever it started, I was heavily on the fence about getting vaccinated. But after like almost, well, after like almost a year, I finally did go and get the shots. But I, we were, I was, cause I, right now I live in Edinburgh, Texas and that's like a really heavily populated area. But I was mainly, I would stay safe. I would wear the mask and when we would go out shopping and all that, and I wouldn't touch people. I didn't need to, like physically. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard. It's it's difficult doing things that you would normally do. Like I'm a hugger. I I like to hug. I always have. That's just been a part of my personality. You know, and then when this happened, like, now I can't hug you. Like, I can't have the physical touch of, of, you know, that 
can do something to your psyche if you allow it to. Um, but it's all about understanding what's going on and then hoping and praying that things get better for us. And then hopefully, um, you know, people are doing what they're supposed to do. Whether if, yes. if you get the if you get the shot, okay. If you don't, wear wear your mask. Make sure you stand protected. Things like that. And we just all got to try to make sure we get it together and under, get it together and and get rid of this together because we've got to understand that we're all connected. Um, and and if we can solve these problems, then I think all of us as a all of us as humans be able to yeah. handle a lot more different situations than we currently are it's, it just seemed like everything is just so divisive now like, yeah that, that's yeah I agree with that sentiment wholeheartedly absolutely Charlie it was a pleasure talking to you dear and I was wondering was if you had any <laughs> you got any questions for me dear like any uh, questions I'm a GM I've been in the league for five seasons um, I can help you with anything, you know, to the best oh, of my ability. It's more of a APF thing, it, but I just like you were talking about yesterday that game yesterday. I was uh, I was watching it and. Like, I don't know how many catches I got, mm -hmm. but every every single drive, it was just it was just be like, or every single drive, it was mainly Foul Ellis or uh, McClenny, the generic. I think that's who he is. Hmm, okay. So Fowl, Scott Fowl, Adrian Willis, and McLean? We're getting the most of the looks mm. from uh and while I did get a few catches here and there, or I don't know I don't know how many I did get looked at, but you know APS being, right, being a first stringer, it's, I, I, it's, uh, it can't help it but feel like I'm being underused at times. Hmm. I get your frustration. Um, some plays are built in the system to go to certain receivers. Usually, the higher tiered receivers will be looked at first. And this is just from the, the mechanics of the game, from my understanding. Um, so if I'm a gold quarterback, right, if I have a gold or a silver receiver, the computer is going, the CPU is going to go to those persons first or whoever has the higher value first, if they're open, if they're not yeah. open, then it will be the bronze, it will be the copper, um, and then it could be a situation to where APF just sometimes APF is you will see me sometimes say hashtag because APF sometimes all pro football does whatever he wants to do. You can put in whatever plays you want and it's still going to call what it want to call. Like, for instance, I was on Tulsa when I first started. Right. 
And Dion put the two minute drill inside of the, of, of one of his plates. Problem was, it was calling the two minute drill, like in, in the seventh minute of the first quarter. And we were like, how, why am I doing a two minute drill and it's not the two minute drill? It's, it's not two minutes. So that yeah. could be, <laughs> that could be something that simple. It could be something so simple as what play was entered in the computer for you by your coaches um but in all you will have those moments where you will shine and then you'll have those moments where you'll be a little quiet i have seen weeks where you definitely shine with getting one and two touchdowns and you know you may like not get a lot the, of looks the game where i had 100 yards yes yes and then you might get a lot of looks. I said I don't think I got any touchdowns that game, but that 106 yards really, really helped. Exactly, and that's the reason why I mentioned it on the rookie shoutouts because while you didn't get the player of the game, or while you didn't get the um, the touchdown, that is still a lot of yards for somebody to put up for only being targeted maybe like about maybe five or six times. Yeah. So you'll have those moments where you shine, dear. You have those moments where you're going to be a little bit quiet. Um, but as the more progressions you do, the better your player will get. And then the more the CPU will real, recognize you and be able to get to those looks you're looking for. Okay? Yeah. Stick with it. You got it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm grinding. <laughs> yes. Indeed you are. Indeed you are, Mr. Number One. <laughs> what are, um, did you have any more questions for me, dear? Uh, that was all. Okay. Well, you are very welcome. And if you, whenever you want to come back, even if after the draft, you want to come back and let us know how you're doing, things of that nature, I'd love to have you back. How excited are you for the draft? I'm. I, ha I have to be, of course, pretty excited for it because that'll. I might, if I. I do have the chance of maybe getting drafted or not getting drafted it it's going to be a toss-up pretty much and i can't be uh down here exactly no or that because it's a draft <laughs> exactly and it's four rounds the draft so if you didn't go, if you didn't get picked up at the first and second, don't be discouraged because you can still, you, there's still chances. And even if you don't, it's not a big deal. Just go right back to the SFLM and work on being making your player better each week versus maybe skipping a few weeks when you hit the majors. So that's what Randy Squarebush did. Randy didn't get selected the very first time, and so he went back. He went back for three seasons, and look at him now. He's one of the dominating performers in the SFLM because he was able to go back and progress his player. So I don't want you or anybody else to get discouraged as listening to me right now because you still have that opportunity to make your player better so you won't be overlooked or you won't, you, there, there will not be a team that would not want you because especially the way your performance is on the, on the, on the field, what type of person you are when you come on these shows and you kind of express the your personality and people can hear your voice. And then when you go and you talk to them, that's just the icing on the cake. So 
that that, that it's, it's going to be an exciting time it's going to feel real and it, it's they're going to have the, the live look-ins for rookies so if you have your camera connected and you get in, and you get drafted they can actually shoot over to your camera and then see your excitement and things like that so you're going to have a great time <laughs> yeah all right charlie well my dear, you you are very welcome i cannot let you go without giving you the last word so that can be a song that can be a poem or that can be just a simple shout out but right now charlie the floor is yours i'd like to give a shout out to the the people in the nighthawk nation like nighthawks and uh crow 07 those and and six months they they're uh pretty influential in my life right now and i appreciate everything they've they've been doing for me yeah i see you over there i see you very active over there you and tazzy all y'all i see y'all over there all the time six machiavelli i see all (laughs) (laughs) y'all so listen have fun thank you so much for being on um damien and i look forward to seeing what you and madison is gonna do on the field this this weekend okay yeah all right have a good one brother you too bye-bye All right, SFL Nation, I am back with my second interview for the evening. And I have here Mr. Laquan Smith. He is the cornerback of the Memphis River Runners, who just made the uh, semifinals too. How are you? I am doing great, Ashley. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it, knowing your busy schedule. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. You're very welcome, dear. So... How are you feeling about the the job that your team, the Memphis River Runners, has done to make it to this point? For us to even make it to this point, I am amazed, shocked, and blessed to actually be here in this playoffs. Okay, listen, that's a blessing in itself. And then you walk away with a ring, you just start, listen. <laughs> Well, this is going into my second season with the Memphis Runners, so it's time. going to the draft with with a ring. That's put a whole bunch of eyes on me, a whole bunch of eyes on my team, my teammates. Indeed, indeed. Well, let's put some more. Let's shine some more light on you. <laughs> so, who are you? What is your name? Your age? Some interesting facts about yourself and your favorite NFL team. Well, my name is not Laquan, obviously. Uh, my name is Antonio Antoine Smith. The last part of the name is true. <laughs> uh, I am from Jackson, Mississippi. I am purely a Southern boy at heart. Uh, Favorite football team, New Orleans Saints. Oh, okay. oh, oh, Lord. Okay. I see that face. I see that face. Why you made that face? Because I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew it. 
Oh, so there's someone else on our team, Lacroix 07, Caesar mm-hmm. Ackerman, also a Falcons fan. Yes. The, the amount of grief and trouble I give him just because he's a Falcons fan is troubling because the only team that Atlanta actually has is, you know, your Braves. Come on. <laughs> Let's be true. Hold on. We have the five strikes, okay? We have our soccer team that did fantastic well, fantastically well. So, there's that. Okay, but that's soccer. I'm talking <laughs> about uh, baseball, football, all of that. Soccer, that's foreign to me. Okay, if that's only the most popular sport across the entire world. Yeah, Aurora, I'm here <laughs> in Mississippi. I'm Southern. I, I, I don't. I, I don't see most of the, of the other world like that. It's up for Germany. I actually been to Germany before, twice. Really? Yes. What was that like? Very fun. Yeah, I, I have vivid memories because I'm. I'm a, I'm a child, but now I'm a child because my father, he was stationed overseas. Mm-hmm. He lived in Germany for about like three, four years. And he had a, um, I had, he had a child there, my sister, young mm-hmm. sister. So when she was a baby, me and my mom, um, flew to Germany and met his, um, family there. Who we married, um, and I met my sister, my baby sister. Wow! So, what was that experience like for you? I was young, very young, and I know this is new to me. It's a different experience. It's very beautiful, very beautiful. Way different from what I seen in like this small town of in somewhere in Mississippi. Well, that's dope. That's that's dope. And then you have an interesting fact you want to give us? That was pretty much the interesting fact. It was interesting. I loved it. I loved it. (laughs) I loved it. Tell me, how did you how did you even find the SFL in the first place? Uh, I found the SFL by not House 24, aka Justice Blackwell or the Florida Song. You probably might hear this a lot from most of the other members of the Nighthawk Nation. Uh, through him, I came to the SFL, uh, seeing what the organization is about, and decided to join. Okay, I like that. I like that. Do you remember the very first game that you ever watched and how it made you feel? Uh, I think the very, I don't remember the very first game, but I went back and I want to say watch past clips of season 15, I want to say. I can't really recall the details of it, but, uh, because my mind is everywhere. No, it's all right. <laughs> But it was, it had to have been something about that moment that made you be like, you know what? That might just be the place for me. Was it just? It was, me personally, it would probably be the spur of the moment because it was something new. It's right. sort of just being in the same community of wrestling. I'm like, okay, it's 
fantasy football simulation league and I never participated in a fantasy football league before so that was something new to me okay I love it have you ever played sports before no okay. I I was the person in the band I, I'm a band person really yeah. I was yes. in the band too since from 12th grade all the way up into 12th grade so what did you play uh I was in the band since sixth grade to 12, and I played trumpet. Beautiful, I played the flute. My father, my father played the trumpet, and I believe that's where I got my uh, my inspiration from, because he loved music too, but he told me in high school that he played it, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well maybe I should pick up something, and that just naturally spoke to me. So kudos to you, I love the, I love music. Love it too. Did like marching most of the time. <laughs> that was okay for the most part. <laughs> except for except for when the spring when it get a little bit too hot and your marching uniform is a little bit too hot. Yeah. You marching along that hot concrete something down on the long roads having stop still having to play different uh songs and different sets and dancing and for most of the part yeah no no <laughs> i don't know it. <laughs> going up those hills i um, never had to the only hill i probably had to go go to is probably when we had to um participate in other parades yeah. and there's other towns that's is in the middle of nowhere in Mississippi as well, where we had to march through the long dusty hills. Yes. <laughs> Work out for you, I tell you. It is. <laughs> so Memphis has done a fantastic job of sliding in at number four seed. What are you what are your thoughts on this particular season because you mentioned that you've been on Memphis for a couple of seasons now. Um what are you, what are your thoughts on this particular season? This particular season I felt like we had a plan. We came together after um Hubbard left Jay Hayden came in. He was our defensive but he came in as our whole coach at the level Hubbard gave him the reins of it. And I felt like with his coaching, his progression, his plans just made us set a clear course of what we need to do to better ourselves for this playoff, basically for the whole season, this whole season. And for me personally, I felt like he gave me a much better, he worked with me um, to progress better as a as a player mm-hmm. to perform my best and to help my team get to where we are now despite us being the fourth seed or not i felt like memphis did one hell of a job getting to this place absolutely you sure did and you know for whether it's from the come behind victory um, like Boise almost did. Like they would have won a couple more games. They would have been here, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Even when you don't expect them, I think that that makes things a lot sweeter. And then Jay Hayden is a good dude. So I already know you were in good hands as soon as I heard that he had took over. 
I knew those yeah. those guys are gonna be just fine. That's why we added him to the Scorpions. You know, he's 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 an amazing person. And he is an amazing person. Street high and very very bottle based bro. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So that's the reason why y'all where you at, and congratulations for that. Um, now cornerback was cornerback your first choice or was that the cornerback only- was my first my first choice. I. Actually wanted to play defensive set of offense. Okay. This is probably I, I won't say new for people to hear, but yes, I I like defense better than offense because a strong defense makes it so no offense can make it pass anybody. Indeed. Indeed. And Hold I- this line, nobody can pass through it. Absolutely. And then y'all can score too. I mean, some mm-hmm. weekends win championships. You know, so I, I definitely understand it and I can definitely agree with you on that. Um, I'm going to put you on a brief hold right quick. Give me one second, love All right. All right, good stuff. So um, if someone wanted to pick you up as at a different position, would you be willing to do that, would you be willing to maybe go into, I don't know, strong safety or something like that? Or are you kind of set? I'm stubborn in a way, but I am willing to accept a different position if it's to help out the team that's wanting to like draft me or cast me into that position. Mm-hmm. That's that's understandable because ultimately you're the one that's paying this money and you want to be happy with the position that you've chosen. And if you took the time out to pick a particular position, you had, um, that's that's what you wanted. So there's nothing wrong with you saying, Hey, um, I am interested really. I really, really want to play this. I'll do this for you, but understand that, um, this was the position I chose and this is what I prefer to play. You'll be, you'll be fine because you, you want to be happy and you paying your money like everybody else. And if you want yeah, to be a quarterback right. and you want to be drafted for something else and you're not happy, then you're going to leave, which is not what we want, you know? Um, do you ever, do you want to participate in the league in any other aspect besides being a player? Like, do you want to write for stats of what, do stats or write for the I, writing team or anything? I would like to do stats. I'm not too much of a normal guy, but I would, I'm and ready to learn how to do such writing is pretty much easy for me that's kind of like second nature and i would love to like write articles uh papers all of that networking okay. I, I i i i like networking too so wonderful that's actually a good note so for anybody that's you well beat the beat team is always looking for people that are willing to put out um, articles, creative content, you know, things of that nature. So I'll give you that information too when we get off, okay? All right. All right. And um, hmm. how do you plan to, well, first of all, you, you like the way your player is performing. Right. Do you see any areas of opportunity that you would like to work on? And if so, what are those? I'm still working on my coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And be able to tackle more. 
Um, there's other corner cornerbacks in the league that actually got a few more tackles than me here mm-hmm. in the minors. Uh, despite my status as being the highest value corner in a minor league, I don't feel like that at times. And I don't brag that I'm the number one quarterback, not quarterback, cornerback in the minors because I don't feel like I deserve that or earned it. I did what I did to progress how I felt like my players should progress to the best of my capabilities. And I think I performed well from my performances and from how my player is currently right now. Okay, okay, I like that. And I, like I was telling, I was um, telling Charlie, cause he was, he was kind of thinking of like wondering how APF works when it comes to choosing certain players to give the ball to things of that nature. Sometimes you cannot control that. API, APF has its own brain sometimes. And it'll, right. it, you know, if you, if you are, I was explaining to him this, like if you're a gold quarterback and you throw it to a gold wide receiver or a silver wide receiver, it's like you, the, the computer is telling them that these are the two best players on the team. Right. And if they're not open though, then that's when you throw it to the other one. So just because you don't have a consistent game flow where you're getting like 17, 18 tackles. I think somebody had that last week. I think it was good in. He had like freaking 18 tackles. Yeah, you know, and so those moments happen. But then you have those moments like I noticed I'm looking at yours, um, not from last night, but from the week prior. And you had mm-hmm. a one tackle and two assists that you had two pass deflections. Depending on when that happened, those two pass deflections would have came in handy. Like if it's, hey, they, we at the goal line, they're getting ready to score. And then you knock it down. Do you realize how much of a hero you would be to that team? Yes. I... <laughs> <laughs> this one season, this season, I've been knocking a dollar pass down a lot, so I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, so you're just gonna get better and better and and better. That's all you're gonna do. Exactly. <laughs> and what are your expectations from the team that will ultimately draft you? My expectation is that. I'm going in with no expectation because they they are drafting me. They have expectations of of whoever they draft would be a good access to their team. Am I good enough to be part of um, either CB two three whatever position that they draft me for? Am I going to fill out that role for them? to play for them like at their best you know or to help build up their team improve their team overall probably go to a play also the championship get all of that that's that's the expectation that i see myself giving myself for the draft okay how excited are you for the draft very very because we're going to a new year and the draft is right there at the end of the year at the end 
I'm done with 2021. 20, um, I am so done. And this draft would be the ice on the cake of 2021 going to 2022 being drafted. Hopefully I'll be drafted. I feel like I'm going to be draft, drafted. I feel like it. You, well, I mean, you number one cornerback. Somebody looking at you, I'm telling you. Somebody <laughs> looking at me. I, I, I got a few. I got a few people I talk to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some teams I haven't contacted yet. Some teams are kind of hard to con- get in contact to. But I still send out that message to the ones I did contact it and haven't got back to me yet. But it's there. It's there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the funny thing else, the funny thing about um, the draft itself is that you can have a plan to draft a specific player. Right. For instance, perfect example was with me and uh, Atlanta. I was, I had talked to Mark and he was planning to draft me, but Tulsa stepped in and was like, nope. That's our quarterback. So we can make a plan to draft you, but if somebody that's ahead of us scoops you up, then we have to go back to the drawing board and talk to everybody else. This is why you this is why you probably notice that we have conversations with multiple people within that particular category because we don't know right. if we're gonna stay. Exactly. So um that said, tell me what kind of lock what what type of locker room presence or personality? Will you be bringing into someone's locker room? I am. I'm gonna say laid back. I'm quiet, as you probably seen before. I'm talking to you when I get excited. Is something happening? If I want to get was, if somebody is down, or try to uplift them. Other than that, I'm I'm looking. I'm observing i'm learning about my teammates what what they do how what my coaches do all of that and i'm trying to get to know everybody and see how they work how they tick and pretty much try to be on everybody's good side and just be be there be fun be happy be be productive (laughs) you definitely need that especially when those moments of adversity come up and you know your team may not be doing as good as you thought that it would be doing, or mm-hmm. calls didn't go your way. You're gonna need somebody to help up the, uplift those spirits, and I, I and I can definitely see that role in you. Um, name one goal that you want to have accomplished by this time next year in both SFL and in real life. Uh, just uh happy life where my mom can see me just succeed that that's it that's pretty much it all right then and one more question for you what is the memphis locker room like fun exciting and of course jay is there so uh he keeps us motivated he he pretty much gives um, speeches almost every day to to just keep us motivated, keep us happy, keep us in spirit. Even in in losses, he he still to uplift us and 
I love I love Israel, Caesar, Said, <laughs> GP, of course, one four horsemen. Um, <laughs> you know, I want to get GP I, Wells on here too one day. You want to get GP? Uh-huh. I, I'm gonna tell him. Go 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 hit up Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you got a lot of good group. So it's a good group. Actually, I will say this: this is a really good group of rookies. Um, for season 18. All of you guys have been super excited, been willing to just jump in and help in multi right. in, in multiple areas of the league. And that kudos to this this whole squad for you know all of y'all. Most of us been there for two to three seasons. GP yeah. been there the longest. And I, I want him to see see get him get drafted. I, I want him to get drafted so badly. Hey, you never know what the cards may hold never know but listen it was a pleasure it was a pleasure meeting you and um you're definitely welcome to come back whenever you want to before I, two things before i let you go do you have any questions for me uh i i do have a question yeah i do one question uh how does it feel for me to actually give an interview after all this time after covering you for the first time I don't know if you remember, but I I denied you an interview the, my first season because me I am shy in a in a sense, and I just like did not want to it be interviewed by nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, and I get that, I get that because it takes. It, it takes a lot to come up and then just have a some a, a conversation with somebody, period, one thing. But when you're being recorded, sometimes that does something to you and it's just like, oh my God, you know, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Right. My thing is this. Nobody, you can't, you can't, with me at least, you can't say the wrong thing. You're just saying what's on your mind. And I understand nerves. I understand being um kind of apprehensive because you just don't know how to it goes but I try my best to make everything as comfortable as possible um even if you want to know the questions before I don't mind sending them to you or if you want to kind of listen to music like what we were doing before we even started you know kind of just you know relax before it's all good mm-hmm. and I, I did not get mad at you for that I did not I just I'm wait till you're ready and I'm glad that you're ready I, I was I, I'm ready this time so <laughs> I'm here now on camera all of it so indeed and i appreciate you for doing that thank you you're welcome honey well that ends everything so i cannot let you go without giving me the last word so that can be a song that can be a poem or that can be just a simple shout out but right now laquan the floor is yours well right now all i got to say is i thank the Memphis um, Brittle Rumors for allowing me to be on their team for essentially being there for two seasons and maybe a third one maybe I don't know I might get traffic I might not but I, my time in the SFL has been great I met a whole bunch of lovely people there and hopefully I continue to grow be a productive member of the SFL and show that we, I'm here to say, um, and of course, 
I came from the Nighthawk Nation, so I got a shout out Nighthawk24, his Twitch, his community. He brought a whole bunch of people over here, like me, to, to the SFL, so I got to give props to Justice Blackwell for bringing me over. Uh, and that's it. Sounds good to me. Justice is a great guy. I told him that he should get a referral fee because he done brought like 14 people over here. <laughs> he he done brought, he done brought some people. people over here and vice versa. Absolutely. And it's, it, it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And mm-hmm. I got to, I got to meet you and other people of the SFL. Mm-hmm. We're all a family here. We are. Absolutely. All right, LaCroix, you come back and see me whenever you want to. You always have a spot on my show, and I can't wait to see where you go in the draft. All right, love? All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good one, honey. You too, ma'am. All right. Bye. All right. All right, SFL Nation, and welcome back to my next interview. I have here with, with me Mr. Scott Powell. He is the cornerback of the Lexington Miners, who's also made the semifinals. How are you? I'm doing great. Awesome, awesome. How excited are you? Um, I'm pretty excited. I'm very excited, actually. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. So let's get to know a little bit about you, Scott. So, um, of course, I would like to know your real name, but if you don't, if you don't um, want to give that, that's that's totally fine. But your age, your hometown, an interesting fact about yourself. And it looks like I already know who your favorite NFL team is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my real name is Scott Powell, and I'm uh, from Coffeeville, Kansas. Okay. And an uh, interesting fact about me is pro- probably I'm a sports fanatic. I'm in love with all sports. Really? So do you play sports? Uh, no, I've always been kind of the, the spectator type, always into like the stats and everything. And yeah. I nothing wrong with that. Listen, it's safer. Oh yeah. <laughs> awesome. So how did you find about, how did you find out about the NFL in the first place? So around like 2020, when COVID really started hitting, I was kind of bummed that sports were gone. And then I kind of just picked up on it. I actually found it on Twitter. And then from there, started watching it which then made me like you know what maybe i should join this sounds like fun phenomenal so what was the first game that you watched and how did it make you feel i think it was because i root for the tulsa desperados because i live next close to tulsa and uh i think it was like a week a game or something and i watched it and i followed them for the rest of the season and yeah that's kind of i think yeah i think i'm pretty sure that's the first game i watched that is dope. Actually, Tulsa was my very first team that I was ever on. They gave me a chance at quarterback. I was supposed to be a wide receiver or either a defensive end. And Dion was like, hey, you know, I really would like to see you as a quarterback. Would you mind doing that for me? I was like, oh, sure. <laughs> Why not? You know? <laughs> so Tulsa is a really great, great organization. Dion is a great owner. Um, very good people over there. Sanzo and, and well, I think Sanzo retired now, but um, Corey Jones, all of those guys are amazing. Um, so what was it? That, so was it just the COVID that kind of made you join or the fact that um, you saw the camaraderie in the discord or what made you actually decide to join the league? It, 
it was kind of because I heard about like, like the slogan is like, we put the fan in fantasy and I've always been interested in like the fantasy sports and just the, just the idea of being able to have a player out there on the field. And I, I just thought that was an amazing idea. So I had to hop onto it. I'm glad you did. So what, um, how easy was the process or how difficult was the process from you going through the discord, well, um, going from the website to the discord, actually being added to a team's locker room? It, it was, it was pretty simple because, um, first I, uh, contacted the commissioner and asked how to, how everything works and how to get onto it. And after I subscribed into the sub log and then I started going and going to the player openings. And then from there, it was like maybe a day or two and I was already assigned to a team and already been kind of accepted into that community within like a day or two of joining. So it's a pretty easy progress. Awesome. So with that, when you first found out that you were going to be on the Lexington Miners, how, how was that? What is the locker room like? Uh, the locker room is very, very relaxed. It's chill. Everyone in there is very accepting and nice. And it, I mean, it was, it was exciting because I don't know what it is, but I like being on underdog type teams. Like, I don't like always being on the best. I think being able to progress up and be on a team that's fighting for a spot in the playoffs, I, I enjoyed. So I was pretty excited to be on the minors. I think that's interesting because um, I think you, you will fare well in the, in the majors because you know how to handle the adversity that comes with not winning or missing those games and those opportunities and things like that. Um, because it will happen. Ref 62 oh, yeah. will not call some plays that I swear that's clear as day, you know, and you got to be able to deal with that. So that's good. Um, now your player, your individual player, A, did you want to be a cornerback or was that the only position that was available for you? Um, well, actually, I'm a fullback. I'm sorry, fullback. I keep saying cornerback. Fullback, my apologies. <laughs> but, um, yes, uh, because I wanted to play offense. Like, I really wanted to be able to score or help be able to put points up on the board. Mm -hmm. And all the tight ends, wide receivers, quarterbacks, everything was already taken. And I saw there was only one fullback spot left. So I just thought, like, that that's the position. I got to take it. Absolutely. Fullback is actually a very important position. Um, oh, yeah. Especially when you're, when you're a quarterback looking for options and your wide receivers are jammed up, your uh, your running back is, you know, I don't know where he is. So I got to find somebody that's going to be able to get through those lanes or even create a lane for the running back. So you're very oh, yeah. important. That was the case. That was the case versus uh, Salt Lake City. See? And when you utilize properly you can go far speaking of that are you responsible for your own progressions or are you working with the coaches or how is that working up there um i'm working with the coaches right now because since i joined so late in the season they kind of have a kind of have me on like this little program to where they're letting me know every single week what i should be putting in since it's so late already in the season gotcha now if someone wanted to accept like want to draft you for a running back position or a different position other than fullback would you be willing to accept that offer or do you want to be a fullback uh absolutely be able to accept the offer because no matter what position winning is winning indeed indeed um, tell me, do you want to explore the league in any other aspect? I know that you like stats, so we can join the stats team or um, maybe do some writing or even do a broadcasting. Uh, I've always been, I, when I very first started watching it, I thought the broadcasting was interesting. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. being able to broad like be able to do play by play kind of interested me okay see i have to talk to like I'm, i can point you in the right direction wherever where you want to go that'd definitely awesome <laughs> they're looking for people right now so that'd be dope um so what are your expectations from the team that will ultimately draft um can you like can you go into more depth with the question i'm absolutely no problem so as a player coming into a locker room what do you expect for your owner your gm your teammates what do you expect from them um do you do you expect for them to be um a locker room that is highly active do you expect for the owner to always keep in contact with you like what are your expectations um i just expect them to be able to just you know use me when needed be able to be more contact with me and just kind of just be overall relaxed like nothing too serious if that makes any sense it does it does what kind of locker room presence or what type of personality will you be bringing to someone's locker room probably like the hype high man mm-hmm. type like especially especially after a win i like to be able to get the team pumped up and even after a loss like you know just don't be too bummed out about it just keep moving on and be prepared for the next week awesome so is that how you handle adversity in your real life like when things come or don't work out your way like how do you respond to that i i try not to let it control control my like it like if something bad happens it's always good to rebound off of that mm-hmm. and try to make something good out of it indeed so what are your overall thoughts on lexington as a whole uh, this season uh i think we're a pretty strong team there are some weak points that we need to work on but overall like in the locker room management and just the team overall i think we're I think we're a pretty solid team and we have a decent chance here in the finals. Indeed you do. Indeed you do. Um, and name one goal that you would like to set for in, in SFL and in real life to have accomplished by this time next year. Uh, for the SFL, mm-hmm. I would like to be drafted within one of the upcoming drafts. Okay. And hopefully get my name out there. And probably in real life uh probably get through college and get a scholarship for broadcasting indeed well i tell you what we have the practice for you right now i promise you awesome <laughs> so uh, one more question for you so the draft um it will be coming up very soon what are your thoughts on it how are you excited or what are you most looking forward to uh i'm very excited for the draft i'm I'm hoping because I, like I said, I've only came in very late, so I haven't been able to get my name out there. Like Salt Lake City was the most I've actually been able to contribute and play a lot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, so I can always get picked up by a team, and I mean, I'm not expecting too much since it's my only my first season. I've only got to play three weeks, so if if I do get picked up by a team, it's like I'm going to be excited. And if I don't, then I can just stay with the minors and hopefully build up my character. Exactly. That's one thing I always wanted to let you guys know as rookies that even if you don't get picked up, it's not the end of the world. You have, you can go back to the minors. And when you're in the majors, you progress slower than you do in the minors. In the minors, you're able to progress every week and actually make those real changes. Once you hit those silver and gold tiers, 
in the majors, you don't like, I only progress really. I'm a gold player. So I'm only progressing, like actually putting in something in there, probably like maybe four times in the season, maybe. So right now you're at a pivotal point in your career to build it up the foundation first. So think of it like an ice cream cone, right? Or an ice cream sundae. So you have that beautiful ice cream at the bottom. That's your foundation. That's the best part, you know? Then you have the toppings, which are your animations. Always focus on your attributes, the base first, get that up to par to where it needs to be. Then you put your toppings on, then you make it fun. Because if you try to put the toppings on first, you know that, it's gonna be good, but I got a bowl of chocolate with no ice cream. You know what I mean? It's oh yeah. Good. That's probably the best way I can kind of put that there. <laughs> oh yeah, I understood it. Awesome, awesome. Well, this was great. Um, I know that you, I know you're a busy fella. You know, I'm a teenager and everything has things to do, so it's kind of why we were going through it a little bit fast. But do you have any questions for me? Um, no, I do not. Okay. Well, if you think of any later on, I'm here for you. I wish you the best luck, best of luck in the, the uh, playoffs. Um, it's going to be a very exciting time for you. And just to be able to have the chance to walk out with a ring and go into the draft with wearing a ring is going to be amazing. So. Oh, yeah. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> so I cannot let you go without giving you the last word. So that can be a song. That can be a poem or just a simple shout out. But right now, Scott, the floor is yours. Uh, well, I just want to give a shout out to my coach, Ethan, for actually giving me the opportunity to be able to get onto the team. And and he promised me before the end of the season, he was going to give me some touches and actually, you know, give me give me the ball a couple of times. And he he fulfilled that offer and it helped bring us to a team win. So, yeah, shout out to my coach and shout out to the team. Any touchdowns yet? Uh, nope, not yet. Nah, you will. In the future, though. Absolutely. And then you have Ethan Kai. Ethan Kai over there is your coach and as your guide too. Yeah, he's really good. So you're in good hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice meeting you. Can't wait to see what you do on the field um, coming up and see where you go in the draft. Can't wait. All right. Have a good one. Though. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, and to end things off, I have with me Mr. Stuart Zomella. He is the cornerback for the Annapolis Navigators. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for asking. It's a pleasure to meet you finally because I see what you do on the field. Yes, say, and I do apologize for the dog barking in the background. Oh, no, you don't know. You, I've had dogs, I've had birds, I've had babies, I've had everything on the show. So that does not matter. <laughs> All right. Tell the little one I said hi. Uh, just a tie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get started. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What is your name? Um, yeah. you give us your real name. That's fine. Um, your age, your hometown, and some interesting facts about yourself and your favorite NFL team. Yeah. Uh, so my uh, my real name is actually Paul Stewart. Um, my my character name is Stuart Zomelia. They are um, he is named after my twin girls. Uh, that were just born uh, six months ago. Uh, so Zoe uh, and Amelia. So I uh, kind of combined both of them, uh, Stuart and Amelia. Um, I'm 36. I'm from uh, Rochester, New Hampshire. Um, it is nice and 10 degrees outside right now, and I'm drinking my nice iced coffee. Um, so <laughs> um, I my favorite football team, ironically, is the Dallas Cowboys, um, which 
everyone's like, oh, you're, you're from New England. You don't like the Patriots? No, I'm not. A, I'm not a Patriots fan at all. I don't like them. I mean, uh, I, could, never... I actually commend you for that, but you know, <laughs> never have, never will. Um, so um, I, I now like Tom Brady now that he's not on the Patriots. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's a little bit about myself. I um, outside of um, outside of the SFL, I I really enjoy uh, hanging out with my family and and, uh, and actually playing a lot of sports off the field as well. I, I do a lot of softball. I do a lot of um, disc golf um, because what else is there to do in the woods? So. <laughs> Axe throwing. Axe throwing, exactly. (laughs) Okay, okay, nice. Now, you did allude that you played sports before, so did you ever play football before, or just... I have. I I grew up uh, playing football. I started playing football when I was eight years old. Um, I played it all the way through my uh, senior year of high school. Uh, Ironically, I actually killed off my senior uh, senior, uh, football team because of... uh, get in two F's in one semester. So I couldn't play football my senior year, which sucked. But um, I then continued to play flag football growing up. Um, and I've actually haven't played football since because I tore my ACL twice. So um, it's the only thing my wife's asked me not to do is play football again. So I, I kind of have to respect that. <laughs> I mean, well, if you didn't tore your ACL twice, you probably are. <laughs> it's, it's, it gets harder to heal the older we get. It is, it is. I get it. Um, So what position were you playing? Um, uh, In high school, I played running back and I also played corner. So um, that's what led me to want to play cornerback in the SFL is because uh, that's what I did when I was in high school. I was a shorter quarter. I'm only 5'5". So I I had a lot to... uh, I had a hard time playing corner, but I still I still made the plays, so. That's what matters. You still make <laughs> plays, you know? So you're probably the perfect perfect height for the running back position that you were at too, huh? I was. I, I was a pretty good running back in high school. Um, wasn't the best, but I wasn't terrible. Um, I actually got injured playing running back my, my freshman year, um, and that's when they moved me to defense, so. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Tell me, how did you find the SFL? Um, Jeff Gagne. Jeff Gagne is actually my um, my in life best friend. So he lives like ten minutes from me. Um, he he's been in the SFL for a long time, and he's always talked about it. I'm like, hey, you, you gotta get me into this. And finally, last year, he got he uh, he's like, hey, we, they're they're looking to add people. So um, here you go. And I joined, and um, here I am. Okay, all right. So, how did what do you remember the very first game that you watched and how you felt? Yes, May May thirtieth uh, was my first game, and the reason I remember that is because it was the day before my twins were born. It was um, my first game was uh, the night um, that before my twins were born. I uh, I watched my first game and I was super super pumped. I had talked like a couple weeks up to that because uh, my first week uh, with the SFL, uh, Birmingham actually had a bye week, so I was I. Got to know the people in the locker room first and then coming into the first game i was like oh yes i'm, I'm amped so me and my wife are upstairs we're in bed i have my my ipad in front of me and um she's watching the hunger games and i'm i'm watching um the sfl and um i it, it was it was really cool it was really cool like kind of eyeing on your player and seeing how he's doing and uh i think i had a couple tackles that game and i was super amped 
And then uh, the next morning, my wife's like, hey, we got to go to the hospital. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations on your two twins. I know that they could, they could, they're probably a handful. They, uh, they can be, uh, <laughs> but it's rewarding and I, I love them. So. Exactly. You will never love anybody as much as you love your children, <laughs> I swear. Um, tell me, why ultimately did you decide to join? Was it just the fact that you just love esports or was it because you just wanted to have a nice hobby? Yeah. Um, so actually, my first introdu- introduction to esports was the uh, uh, Simulation Race League. Um, and I, I did that for a season or two. Um, and I, like I said, I've already, I've always talked to Jeff about him doing the, the race league. I've always talked to him about doing, uh, the football league. And, um, he wanted to introduce me to the race league first, cause it's not as much of a commitment as the SFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, I, I did, I did well in the, the race league. So he's like, Hey, I say, I think you'd really enjoy the SFL. Uh, take, take a look at it and, uh, and, and try. So I was like, all right. And he explained to me like, you have to kind of have to be active on the boards and, um, and in the locker room. And I say, all right, cool. Um, and then eventually it, it led to me really enjoying it. Um, it gave me when my twins were first born, it really kind of gave me n- not an outlet per se, because I can't really go out and do much. So going to the SFL was, I was able to chat with people that I've never, uh, obviously never met, but really getting to know, uh, through the, through the boards and, um, it's really given me another hobby to really, really enjoy. My my wife kind of makes fun of it, fun of me for it a little bit because I don't have a lot of geekiness to me. So this is kind of like my my nerdiness side of me. So <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Exactly. That keeps you in the house and keeps you busy. You know, exactly. in the house. So I, I definitely get it. Something I can do with the girls in my hand too. So <laughs> see, that's both worlds, right? <laughs> Now, what are your thoughts on the Annapolis Navigators season so far and your players' performance so far? Yes. You guys were undefeated um, for a while. until We last- we were undefeated for a very long time. And I'll be honest with you, playing for Annapolis has been so much fun this year. Um, coming from Birmingham Fuel last year, which we had a lot of fun last year, but we, we won one game. So coming from the Birmingham Fuel, and most of us transferred to Annapolis because Birmingham uh, closed the doors. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, um, coach instantly jumping in saying, hey, I, I'm going to take care of you guys. This is this this is my team. I've been doing this for a while and and I, I got you. Um, and we're like, all right, cool. We, we trust you um, and getting to know uh, all the players um, on the team. Uh, King Richard, um, Meerkat, um, um, Darby, um, Gene. It's just, just getting to know everybody has been awesome. Uh, the locker room has been fantastic. Uh, we've had um, a couple tragedies in our locker room this, this year, and we've kind of rallied around each other and picked each other up and um, made sure every, everyone was okay. Uh, okay, um, if, if they needed anything, uh, we reached out to them personally, um, off the locker room chat uh, in, in private messaging. Um, so it's just, it's been a really cool experience being part of this Annapolis team. Indeed. And um, I I totally understand that. You know, I, one thing I do like about this community, especially when someone is going through difficult times and losing someone, things like that, people will come together and make sure that you're okay. And that's one thing that you probably won't ever find in any other esports, usually in the inter- on the internet period. You have a lot of 
trolls. You have a lot of people that are just mean-spirited and things like yeah. that and don't care. But when you find a place like this where not just one or two people care, like you have a few. You have a whole community a whole that community. cares. Absolutely. Right. And that, that means a lot, you know, besides the, the support that your family gives. And then when you go and you have your brothers and sisters here that do the exact same thing, you know, it it, it makes for a better experience. So it's it's so cool getting to know, like I said, getting to know uh, Mr. Squarebush and yeah. our coach, uh, Griffin King Storm. Like, it's just, um, it, there's no other community online. There's no, like, you, you might not even find that outside of uh, uh, the SFL. Pe- people are vicious uh, in real life sometimes too. So it's just like getting to know these people and having the, knowing that they have your back, even though they've never met you, it's, it's pretty cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to realize that you may not have met these people otherwise. Yes. Like last week I had my show from around the world going to Canada and and France and Italy and stuff like that. Right. And it's so cool that this community actually encompasses everyone, not just um, the states everywhere. So it's it's, it's awesome. Um, So do you plan on participating in the league in any other aspect besides being the player? Do you? Yeah. 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 Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, yeah, actually, I've um, I've had some interest in learning how to do some stats. I've had some interest in learning how to scouting. Um, I also, um, in my community, um, up until this past year, because of COVID, we couldn't really get sponsorships. I was actually um, on the radio doing play-by-play for a local uh, high school football team. Uh, so. Um, I, I did that for about five years. I started doing color commentary and then I did play by play. Um, and unfortunately we couldn't really spon- uh, do it this year because um, sponsorships are down because of COVID. So uh, we couldn't really get the money to, to uh, sponsor us, but um, getting into the broadcast booth might be something I might be interested in as well. So. And you know, he's looking, Dax is looking for people right now. Um, Lopez is looking for statisticians right now. So definitely if you if you have a passion or a love for it, or even if you just want to kind of hone in on your skills, this is the place to definitely get involved with that. Um, Absolutely. So what are your expectations from a team that will eventually draft you? That's that's a great question. I was trying to think about that last night and really I my I have such low expectations. I really just want to be part of a team that's gonna uh accept me and um and be part of a team that's win or lose gonna be there for each other. Um I don't want cutthroat people, I don't want people that are gonna blame others. Um and I I, I just don't want a uh, kind of like um a, a hostile locker room, mm-hmm. a toxic environment. I mean you, you get that everywhere else. And I have not yet to seen that in the SFL yet. And I, I don't want to see that in the SFL. So um, I'm, I'm for any team that is looking to draft me, just know that you're going to get someone that's going to be very upbeat in a locker room, um, very positive, um, win or lose. Um, and I, that's kind of the expectation I expect is to have um, some respect and, and fun, um, whether we um, are blowing teams out or, or losing by one. It, it, it's all about having fun, so. And it's interesting because I feel I, I feel as though that you handled adversity um, very well because like you mentioned, you came from Birmingham, which only won one game. And I was really hoping y'all was gonna win at least one game <laughs> last season. Um, so you did that. And then you went to a team that went undefeated 
for a long time and only had one loss. So it seems like you're pretty much primed for anything, which leads me to my next question, which you kind of alluded to already, is what type of personality will you be bringing to someone's locker room besides what you've already spoken about? Yeah, um, I mean, besides being positive and, you know, going, I mean, um, the type of personality that I'm most likely going to bring, I, I'm, I'm, a, <clears throat> I'm a very competitive person. So um, I, I do like to win. I do like to pick people up. And um, if I if I see uh, someone is getting down or or um, or we're not or if we go on a losing streak, I'm, I'm going to be that person that's going to be like, hey, we, we got this. We, there's no no doubt. I mean, there's no other better team than us. So I'm very competitive. So I, I, I want to get out there and, and um, show that um, we can win or we, we can um, compete. So um, I'll bring a little bit of competition to the locker room. So okay. um, I, I'll, I'll be like, hey, I'm going to get two picks. How about you get three? So. OK, that sounds good. If someone wanted to pick you up at another position, like strong safety, would you be willing to switch positions or are you just locked in on that cornerback position? I'm 100% willing to switch positions. If, if a team needs me, I'm 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 very team player. So if a team needs me to switch to strong strong safety, uh, absolutely, I, I would definitely switch to strong safety. All right then. And so with your progressions, are you solely doing your progressions on your own, or are you taking advices from the coaches, or is it kind of like a um, collaboration of the two? Um, so I. I uh, connected with our coaches earlier in the season um, to say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. What do you think? And um, they, they told me um, you could do this um, or um, this is what else we, we expect or what we we would like to see. Um, so it's kind of a combination. I, I really wanted to get Ball Hawk as my animation um, in the fourth week. So I worked up to get that. And then since then, I've been kind of uh, working to improve that um, that. Uh, skill um, but I also know that there's some stuff um, that I uh, they want me to improve that I'm um, my last actually this last week I'm going to be um, progressing uh, with one thing that they wanted me to progress um, and then I do take a lot of advice from coaches so um, obviously um, on any team that I'm on I'm going to con consult um, the coach uh, to see what they need what they want and we'll work together so Okay, is there a certain attribute? Okay, so I, I heard that you added the animation, which is cool. Um, was that the animation? So I always like to think about attributes and animations like this. <clears throat> I, I alluded to with my um, last interviewee. It's almost like having an ice cream sundae, right? So you have this big, beautiful bowl of your favorite ice cream, creamy, cool, um, one of your best the base right mm -hmm. to me that's your attributes and then when you're making it a sunday the toppings are going to be your animation so it's very important when you're creating your player when you are progressing your player that you try to make that base that foundation as delicious or as strong as possible so when you do add your toppings or your um, animations that it'll just further enhance it because if you start off with ice cream that's lackluster or that is not very good, you can add the toppings all day, but you're still gonna have that underlining ice cream that's just not good. Does that make sense? Absolutely, that absolutely makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. So just something for everybody to think about when they're, you know, adding the attributes. I mean, when they're adding the animations and and um, things like that, because it definitely mm-hmm. make a difference on the field. It, it, it does. And um, I've noticed since I've because uh, re- I, I, I um, with Birmingham and through the uh, offseason, I was progressed in um, a lot of my base, um, like you said, a lot of the base uh, mm-hmm. attributes. And um, it got to the point where I, I could have continued to to build on that I could have added more tackle if I wanted to or whatnot but I I saw an opportunity where I could add that animation to help me better on the field um and since adding that animation I think I've had three or four picks um Mm -hmm. and um it's it's really stepped my game up so um now uh I think the next thing I'm gonna be working on is my tackle Uh, my tackle is pretty low um I, I need to get that um improved so um that's gonna be definitely the the next step for for Stewart is to improve on his tackle. And when you see their player doing well on the field, then you know when you added those animations that that particular, um, those attributes that were, I guess, work along with those animations, they will improve. Just like you say, now you got your picks and you didn't, did you have any when you were on Birmingham? I didn't. See? So (laughs) it, it definitely can work out as long as, you know, that base is good. So awesome. I'm glad things are working out for you. How excited are you about the draft coming up? Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. December 30th can't come soon enough. I'm I'm pumped. Um, I, I watched last year's draft. I, I knew I wasn't going to get drafted, but I'm like, oh, there's a sliver of hope. But um, I was so new that I'm like, oh, that, I, I might. I have a good presence online. I might. And um, I did talk to a few teams, but I've, I've had a lot, of, a lot of chatter this year. And, um, and uh, my employer's really improved so i'm super excited um I'm, I'm excited to join the big leagues the big boys and girls if you will and um i'm, ex- I'm excited for it so awesome i can't wait to see where you guys land it's gonna be amazing um last question for you what is one sfl goal that you'd like to see accomplished by next season uh, by next year i should say this time next year and then what is one real life goal that you would like to see accomplished by next year yeah, so I mean, real life goal, um, honestly, and it, it sounds kind of cliche, but it's really to um, watch my girls improve, like grow, um, be like the best dad, be there in person. Like, I, I, I know a lot of parents um, that are just kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm a dad, but then they go run off and do everything else, and they're just not in person. I just, I want to be there for my girls. I want to, um, watch every I don't want to miss things so that's really my my biggest goal right now in my life is to kind of see everything with them um SFL goal um I want to uh learn uh more of the front not the front office stuff if you will but yeah uh more of the front office stuff I want to do do more learn the stats I want to learn uh broadcast and I want to be have more of a presence in in the league uh than I do now I I try to try to be as much as active as I can, obviously, I've been kind of busy with the girls, so um, I do I do jump on, say hi, do have some conversations here and there. Um, I talk more. I've been talking more in my locker room than the, the general chat at this point, um, just because mm-hmm. it's, it's easier. Um, yeah. But um, I do want to I do want to have more of a presence in the league than than I do now. So that's that's really my long term SFL goal. So okay, and I'm sure that you will accomplish that, especially when you get involved. 
um, more like on the stats and broadcast side of things. And yeah, I know that when when they hit, when they see that you're interested in this though, especially Dags, he's probably going to be hitting you up as soon as he watches this. So <laughs> be prepared for that. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, it was a pleasure to meet you and have be able to talk to you and kind of get to know you and. I'm looking forward to see where you all go in the draft. And remember, if you are not drafted, um, just don't be discouraged. Absolutely. Just go back and then further improve your player, and you'll be like a Randy Squarebush. You just can't. I, that guy's a beast. That guy's a beast. You, there's no no other, no better running back, in my opinion, than Randy Squarebush. So. But I'm a little biased. He's on my team. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. And it's interesting to see where everybody goes. Um, yes. And I, I just wish you the best of luck in these games. Thank you so much. Up. You're welcome. And um, best of luck in life. I did see your wife walking upstairs. I was hoping that she was going to stop and just say hi. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, the, the girls were crying. She was running up there to give them a bottle. So. Yes. Oh, two of them at the same time. Good, you know, good luck, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. But I cannot let you go without giving you the last word. So. That can be a song, that can be a poem, or just a simple shout out. But right now, the floor is yours. Yeah, I I, I want to just honestly thank um, Annapolis. Um, honestly, um, it, it's it's cliche, but my team has just been awesome. And um, without the, the leadership of um, our coach um, and our owners and management and um, just everyone, um, I, I just know that we're going to prevail in the playoffs. And, I we're not gonna you're not gonna see that we our loss last week is going to carry on in the playoffs. We're we're gonna we're gonna make some noise. So just just be ready for that. Okay, I'm looking forward to seeing it, and it will be amazing if you walk away with that ring, be able to walk into the draft with you know just look what I got. You know, I pass this up. Oh, but pleasure to meet you. Oh, you're definitely welcome to come back whenever you like to. Um, got some announcements you want to make, even after the draft. Once you're there um, on your new team, things like that, come back and, and share your experience with us. Will do. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. You have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. All right, and that is it. Thank y'all so much for joining me tonight. I really appreciate y'all taking time out to spend with me. I wish all of you a happy holiday season, whether you celebrate Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, if you don't celebrate anything. I hope you have a wonderful day with your family, your friends. Um, relax, enjoy this time away from work. Um, whatever you got going on, just hope everything um, is be good for you. And I hope that you have a wonderful new year as well. Special shout out and thanks goes out to Laquan Smith, Charlie Baker, Stuart Zomelia, and Scott Powell for being on the show. Really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to bringing you another great podcast next week. But until then, y'all, stay safe, treat each other well. For Laquan, Charlie, Stewart, Scott, Stryker out. Again, happy holidays.